show has reached a new low. Disappointed! Welcome back to a new low. The show features Farzad, Greg Panetta, Joe Dorvild, Kyle Loader, and Scott by Scott. There's no way Greg's last name is Panetta. It is. It is. Uh, guys, I have a question. Oh. I got a question! Have you ever used any jargon that you would normally use in uh, your normal life in a professional setting? For example, mm. I used the word hardcore when I was describing the amount of work I was putting into something. And <laughs> an executive was like, oh, hardcore debugging. I think I'm going to use that. So oh have, has Is there been any like, awesome powers? Terms? Was he cute? He's cute. Adorable. <laughs> I knew it. That's Farzad's cute voice. I could tell. Uh, Did he think you said hardcore buggering? <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? That's a good point. It's a good point, Greg. It's a very hardcore debuggering. <laughs> I don't think um, you can debugger once you bugger. I work around a bunch of black people now, so nothing I say is odd to them. Hmm. Oh, are you, so you're blaming us for being white? No, for no, calling you I'm just saying. No, I'm say saying. Not. Oh, not that. Like any of the slang I say at work, it's not odd. Uh, not me okay, mispronouncing okay. things. But no, I mispronounce I mean, I, I things anywhere. I get like, called out for it. I, I can understand <laughs> casually throwing out angelistic every once in a while, but you know. You know what? That was an off-air discussion. I didn't think that was going to make it to air. Inside jokes. Scott missed that as well. Scott also missed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't like these inside. I meant to say. I meant to say angelic, and I said angelistic. (laughs) I just turned on the zoom. (laughs) I was. I kind of like that better. (laughs) Angelistic. It makes more sense. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Look. See. Uh, It's like ballistic. I'm going angelistic. (laughs) (laughs) Angelistic. Yeah, I don't know if I'm comfortable at my current work yet to start throwing around words, especially because we haven't worked in person that long before uh, I started going remote. So I'm very, very professional on my team chats and stuff. I just want to a I don't want to talk to anyone. Like (laughs) open up, open up the avenues. We know that conversation. (laughs) And B, I just want to get my work done and not be bothered. So. That's get, that's my main motivation. You get too casual, and they start trying to have a conversation, and it's the worst. And like, be friends. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Start asking about your family history. It's so weird. What? Yeah. Um, but your the, brother? I actually, it's funny. As far as that, I have the uh, the so, reverse happened the other day. So we have these weekly meetings twice a week, and <laughs> there's like a slide up. <laughs> Every two weeks, that means. That, well, no, either way. <laughs> Which is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> a weekly meeting. We have a bi-weekly meeting, I should say. There it is. <laughs> Was it bi-weekly or semi-weekly? We have a bi-weekly <laughs> meeting. Uh, <laughs> Once so a month. I meet with, I meet with um, the chief of staff is his title. Uh, I meet with him uh, the opposite, the inverse weeks, basically. Um and when we were going over my slide or whatnot, I was like throwing out all these terms 
being like super professional guy was like, yeah, I'm coordinating some meetings to figure out some statistics analytics on this. And then he was like, Synergy. wow, you're doing a lot. I was like, I'm fucking around. Do not write all that. I'm not doing all of that. Definitely. <laughs> Please don't make me say that. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I just made a slideshow. I was like, I was just saying things I thought you'd be happy to hear. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I just straight up sold uh, yourself ocean, out. I guess <laughs> he was like, man, it sounds like you're doing a lot. I was like, none of that. I'm doing none of that. <laughs> immediately folded. You're like, no, sorry, I, I didn't do it. You're doing a great job. No, I'm not. I didn't do any of that. No, I'm, I'm shit. I'm, I'm a liar. Shit, I'm, <laughs> I'm a pathological liar. Oh, this Everything is fabricated. I don't deserve to be here. Please fire me. <laughs> I spent the whole day uh, keyframing. You know what? I like the cut of this guy's jib. Oh, keyframing. This guy was doing so much keyframing. Make him a partner. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So, uh, kind of flew off the handle there. Stories about, uh, you know, <laughs> flying or something. You know? Yeah, man. <laughs> so, I flew back from Texas last night. The flight was delayed. Nothing Ooh. unusual there. Again. But um, so I was, I was sitting in an exit row, and it was one of the two-person exit rows with that <laughs> empty space on the left, so the, where the door is. So I sat by myself, which is great. But like catty corner, no pun intended. You'll know what that means in a second. <laughs> yeah. I uh, this girl, she gets on. She's a hippie. She's got a head thing, a scarf on. She has a freaking hoop that she has just somehow put in this, Amen. the overhead bin and. <laughs> I didn't know it at the time. A real far zone. I'm going to Red Rocks. Also had a cat and a bot and a little, you know, pet holder. And she decided about uh, <laughs> 20 minutes into the flight that she would unzip that bag and that cat. Oh no! Took off. Oh yeah. Is that when no. you? Is that when you unzipped, Greg? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this cat, I saw it. It ducked in like two rows behind her. And Holy so I pointed shit. that out, and so she went up and down the plane looking, and the cat emerged about five minutes later up the plane. He was so flying like the plane. Said, gone down. Who knows? Oh, he said I'd say he was flying cutter? the plane. No, the cat was flying <laughs> the plane. <laughs> but it was walking down. It ended up walking down the middle, and she picked it up and put it away, and had a talking to by the flight attendants. But yeah, I had never experienced a, a uh, runaway mm-hmm. pet on a plane before. That is hilarious. This is the kitty on the plane. If you haven't kids. noticed, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so, Woo. there you go. Flying felines. It happens. I like this guy. It's fun. Swing and a miss, but I liked it. This I've never seen like a weird animal. I've always just seen like dogs on planes. Are cats Not weird? In my life. On well, a plane, kind of, it feels like. I mean, like, dog and who cat. Who travels with their cat? normal. No, but who well, travels later, with their at the end of the flight, she said, this, I've what traveled with this cat many, many times, and it's never done this before. Or what if like, you're... What are you doing? <laughs> or you're flying with a cat a lot. I don't know if you're moving or something. I know. Like, That's what I'm saying. What that seems like. Do you travel an emotional, emotional support, support cat? They got to rein those Emotional support in. what? An emotional support mamo. Mau Mau? What's a Mau Mau? I just wonder what the cat's doing while meowing? she's uh, busking on the boardwalk. Right. Never heard maybe of boardwalk. 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 Or maybe so the hoop, hoop is... Hoop? Or maybe the hoop's for the cat. <laughs> maybe the cat does tricks. So maybe it's a <laughs> He like walks cat. on it like a... It was a small hoop, so it might bicycle. have been a cat hoop. Might have been a performing cat. Far she like jump through it? Flies with his she's fish. She's touring the country with her, with her cat tricks. Come on, Philly. <laughs> 
I have five cats. I can jump through hoops. You guys want? Are they your cats now? They are soon to be going to a foster home next week. Oh, aren't you the foster home? Is Mike Carano coming to pick him up? (laughs) I don't know. They better hurry up because they're going. That's enough cats for. They're going. (laughs) That's enough cats for a tournament. Yeah, you could have a whole tournament. So, speaking of travel, which Greg was doing uh, two weekends ago, because I missed last week, was when I went to Atlantic City for my big Warhammer tournament. So, this was at the Harris, which is basically Ooh, really far down the boardwalk. Um, <clears throat> like it's not even on the boardwalk; it's just like far, to like to the north part of the island. So, basically, we were just in the casino the whole time. Where but are yeah, are at? wait, it's an yeah, island. It was super far away. Atlantic City? Yeah. Hmm. It's right offshore. It's got uh, anyway. How do you get there? There, By there are drawbridges. There are drawbridges. Over a bridge? There's bridges. <laughs> By boat? Yeah, you, you hop the boat. You can gamble on the boat like a river boat, and then you're there. That's why but, gambling's uh, legal, because it's just floating yeah, off the coast. Yeah, it's an island. It's like it's uh, international waters. Mm, I knew it. Oh, that's why Scott was confused. I was about to say, Scott, how do you think you get to Hawaii? <laughs> You're offshore. Bridge, Joe, you fucking idiot. Yeah, the bridge to Hawaii, man. Come on. You going to say. You can get to an island, is all I'm trying to say. Jet bridges. Jet bridges. Swim, Joe. Leon bridges. But I got Catalina. to see a lot of people I hadn't seen since COVID dropped. That was fun. Uh, COVID came I out with a new just album? I to go to. Yep. COVID-20 dropped uh, just this fall. Um, But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I didn't really give a shit about playing. I just wanted to hang out and have a good time. Liar. You can tell. Yeah, that's what he means because he lost. Well, I ended up 207th (laughs) out of 256. That's not too bad. Yeah, I don't care about that. That's better than Scott's weekend at Vegas. I know. But uh, mm. so I lost my first three games. That was Friday night. And then Saturday or not Friday night, Friday all day. And then Saturday I won my first game Then I won my second game. So it was two and three. And by game six, I was so tired and I didn't feel like playing anymore that I just dropped out. <laughs> so if I had played my sixth game, I probably would have been higher. But I was fine with that. I didn't care. Uh, so I just chilled out for a bit. Um, regrouped for the night. And just hung out. This was a good time. I ended up even on craps. Ooh, so that was nice. nice. Didn't go down this time. You took four craps um, a day instead of three. <laughs> yeah, my fourth grade. No, I, I pooped. I probably pooped way less than I usually do because I was like, they're long fucking days. Like oh, we started at like travel nine. Travel is what I call it. Nine. And we don't. Nine thirty, I think, was the first game on Saturday. I think it was ten o'clock on Friday. And we don't really Nothing get done until like eight p.m. Like we're there's no time to do anything else. I want nothing I'm doing for fun to start at nine. It was a great time, dude. That's why we did a whole itinerary for last You're not doing this for fun. So we're having brunch well, we have at a nine. Fucking schedule. And we're having <laughs> shit is, I will not be there at that nine. That ain't brunch. That ain't brunch, buddy. I, was like, I don't know if you know what brunch and breakfast is, Scott. That's not the definition of brunch. But yeah. Yeah, I was, I was happy to, that I got some gambling in, got some hangouts in, got some shitty warhammering in. It was very fun. <laughs> Solid. So things are back to normal. Meet for me. meet any ladies? 
Uh, to find meat. Did you hammer? Like, see from a distance and not talk to? Then yes. Like, let they let the cat out of the bag? <laughs> they let the cat out of the bag. A lot of unzipping going on. <laughs> lots, lots of stuff. So there was no war hammering, if you know what I mean? Oh, there was plenty of that. Mm. More like war yeah. jellying. Actually, yeah, all my games were fun. All my opponents were fine. Mm. And uh, we had a good time. Did you go to the bar well, at all? you should say etiquette. <laughs> no, he didn't say it. It is funny I said that, which I didn't. He said, <laughs> he said etiquette. Well, okay, speaking of everything being back to normal and being open, I went out to the bars <laughs> last week because California is wide open. We got to ban Farzad uh, from saying speaking of. <laughs> Small market transitions. <laughs> uh, so I was at the bar and uh, ordering my beers, you know, respecting the bartender, putting tips, you know, doing all the whole nine. And uh, someone comes up to me, gets the bartender's attention, but immediately starts talking to her boyfriend. Mm. And I'm like, that's, you know, disrespectful. Your, your bar's crowded. Bartender literally comes up to you. So I was like, hey, you know what? Are you going to order anything? Because bartender's right there. And. Then oh. she was like, oh, yeah, totally. Sorry. Excuse me, bartender. May I interject? You immediately got mad at her? Yeah, because why would you turn around when you're, like, at the bar? Okay. That's, why, that's my etiquette. Hold on. Thing. Scenario. What if she turned around to see what her boyfriend wanted to drink? She should already know. So you, should, oh, you don't approach God. the bar before, unless you know what you want to order. If she, you're flagging down the bartender, you got to be ready. She to probably knows what she wants. Crowded. She probably don't know Especially what the person wants. It remind no, you, me what you, you want to know again? when you get no. the attention of staff. You have to know. You got to be ready to go. No dilly dally. Like you're, you've been, you've been fucking honored with the attention of the bartender. Uh, you uh, have to prestige. take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got my next prestige beer free, bestowed upon. Nice, it is a prestigious I would, event. I would say yes, that is rude, but it didn't really affect you, did it? No, it's just more of a, a respect for the bar kind of a thing. Farzad, so much respect for the bar. Farzad was jealous. You say, well, while you're here, can I please get another cocktail? <laughs> no, it's a beer bar. They don't have cocktails. Well, if that's you what you said, said order a drink. I, was just I, was like, I can't fucking knew that. Victory Sours. <sighs> you got you what? Turn on. Victory Sour. Victory Sour. I've read, yeah, oh, Victory fuck. Brewing. They had a sour. It's fucking good. Mm. I'll save that for later, dude. Yeah, 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 come on, come on. Uh, speaking of saving for uh, later, old classics. Oh, Jesus damn it. fucking Christ! <laughs> Lean so, into it. <laughs> there was chill out, baby boy. Back when I was uh, growing up, there were a bunch of these tropes on TV when shows. I, young <laughs> I love oh, all the early two thousands. What a great time! Uh, <laughs> uh, such such guy a, Michael Scott for such sitcoms. A time ago. Such Such a towers were already but, um, gone. <laughs> Gosh, I've never heard it referred to like that. Already gone. Oh my gosh. Um, oh man, I gotta recover. Uh, so one of the tropes I'd always see on these uh, sitcoms were kids getting their underwears written on with their name. And I was wondering, mm. had you guys ever had your name written on your undergarments? Definitely yes. not. I can't remember. I think as a little kid, everybody did. That is hilarious. Because mm. we took swim. Where I went to school, had a pool. And so oh, we wow. were Fancy. changing into swimsuits and stuff. So we were changing clothes. School pool? 
Skoopal. Skoopal? Skoopal. What's that place? Skoopal. <laughs> you guys not have lockers? Skoopal. But yeah, I think yeah, you had to with stuff like that. I don't think I don't remember underwear so much as just clothing like jackets and mm. you know stuff like. As far as that. I didn't even that, like underwear, I kind of get because like why well, are you ever taking off kids. your underwear? Why, why are well, you? Well, you're you're but like, how do you, you don't know what your ja- you don't know what your jacket looks like? You have to write your name on it because you don't know what your fucking. If you have you multiple know, kids, why are your underwear coming off in your household? Maybe you need to distinguish while you're doing laundry so you can separate it. Look, yeah, we had four four boys in the house, so. Our tidy whities were sometimes uh, sharpied with whose asshole made those stains. <laughs> like you drew a picture of like everyone's butthole. Hey, no butthole. Scott made, made a graphic design of yeah. everybody's Ooh. butthole. Yeah, that's how that's how he became what he is today. <laughs> that's hey, how you got to start. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that was just one of the things I've been sitting on that one for a while. Like, it is a funny trope. I don't know. How, and it had to have come from somewhere. And yeah. they had to start somewhere. So I was like, I didn't see anybody or knew anybody that did it. So it feels like a seventies thing. Let me ask for like yeah, it feels like a seventies. Like I was even gonna say like fifties thing. Like because everyone was wearing tidy whities, so they all look the same. Mm, yeah. yeah, they're all fruit of the loom tidy whities. Exactly. <laughs> no Hanes. Oh, apparently, yeah, Smos continues this tradition today. Do you write? Their name on them. No, do you write the name on, or do you just mix it up? Yes, good, just good clarification, Kyle. I guess. Uh, Speaking of children, mm. yeah. So uh, part of my trip this past weekend was uh, attending a family reunion in Tyler oh. State Park, where we had a dining hall rented. Presi- the presidential park. <laughs> <laughs> The dining hall rented and several uh, screen sh- well shelters around there, so it's kind of a camp uh, atmosphere. And uh, there was this group of little girls, probably ranging from five to eleven, who thought it was a good idea to walk around uh, nurse. singing nurse. creepily, okay. like na na na. Uh, and then it's always crazy and they would walk around the dining hall they would walk around the dining hall to stare in the window (laughs) and just sing that song creep people and then do it for like an hour and a half straight stare in the window that's very odd yes it was creepy one of the little girls apparently loves horror movies and so compadres to do it (laughs) well we're outside there's a group of adults (laughs) that hang out outside and get eaten up by mosquitoes and we're like, I wish those kids would, you know, stop it. Or shut more like, wish those mosquitoes up. would eat those kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so they did it quite a bit. Probably. Where were their parents? Were they in well, Yeah, I was going to say, they were part of your parents are dead. Their parents were not around. <laughs> I mean, some of the grandparents were around, but. Who the hell was watching? Them? Yeah, I was saying, uh, were they a part of your uh, your, there's, your there's enclave group of uh, family, you know, as people call them? Parenting part going of on in these, this part of the world. I don't know I'm just saying, someone was responsible and could have put an end to it. Yes. Oh, we could have put an end to it, but we'd rather just be annoyed by it and not get up from our chairs, which is what, which is what we did. See, the problem oh. is if. <laughs> See, back in my day, 
you could have said something to those kids and those kids had to listen. Nowadays, in you say something to those kids, those kids go run to their parents and they say, oh, so-and-so yelled at me and now you're in trouble with fucking uh, Jeremy who has a drinking problem. <laughs> Seems very specific. <laughs> Speaking of drinking problems. Yeah, Jeremy. <laughs> Are we? Cocktails with Farzad. Uh, funny you should mention cocktails with Farzad. A lot of black last week because <laughs> deviated from the original title of this cocktails with Farzad title. Cox? Yes, I'm redundant. We're going to go back. We're going to do snails. the Rusty Nail. Trombo. This Ooh. is two parts Scotch whiskey and one part Drambuie stirred with ice on the rocks. With a twist of lemon. Lemon. What? Lemon? What? Lemon? I, I wanted to make sure I needed to make sure it was lemon or lime, and that's why I it out. So I was like, Delayed. You mixed them to lemonade. that it? That's, that's what it. you're having now? Is that what you're drinking? No, I don't have any drambouille on That is a classic. That is a classic drink. A classic drink. Well, he's a rusty too, bob, so. which says bourbon. Instead of mm, uh, rusty Bob. episode one hundred, Farzad's finally gonna have the drink he's describing. Also, I hope the bit's I dead by episode one hundred. He did it a couple books. times. Yeah. yeah, not enough. Not a couple enough. times. Not enough. There's the Donald Sutherland, which makes, substitutes Canadian rye whiskey huh? instead of the Scotch. So, uh-huh. yes, they're. Sutherland's I thought it took twenty four hours to make. Wait a minute, oh, that's, that's Kiefer. Damn it! Yeah. Well, it's his son. No, that's the one with milk. You're saying America's yeah, greatest hero, Jack Bauer, is from Canada? Yes. So yes. Are the this is fucked. I oh, know. This is <laughs> fucked. Country's going to hell in a handbasket. show sucks now. <laughs> you know what uh, doesn't suck is our movie segment. Chloe, this Don't. is Jack. Give me the sound. Welcome to the movies. Thank you to uh, Satan for giving me inspiration. We have to stop the nuke, eh? So, Jack, two weeks I'll get fired ago, if Greg, I give you the satellite. Okay, one? here's the satellite. <laughs> so, two weeks ago, I prepped everybody on watching In the Heights. Sorry. And then Kyle had to move, and Greg tapped out after about a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't know if he had time to get back to I'm it. I'm back, baby. He was on a move. So, Kyle, have you had the chance to see In the Heights? I did. I saw it Sunday in the theater as God intended. All right. All right. And I watched it and I enjoyed it. Okay. Joe, how about you? Good review. Because you've been holding back. You've been holding back. I loved this movie. Um, I was blown away. I thought the direction and the transition from stage to film was probably one of the best adaptations ever. Uh, now, had you seen the stage? Oh, of course, I hadn't seen the stage play. But knowing the constraints, seeing but a bunch of movies, know? because they don't have we have in Atlanta. other movies to look at. Literally, in the last year, with like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and One Night mm. in Miami, the conversion as far as from the stage, okay. yeah, the conversion from stage to film. Obviously, those kept it very limited. Um, whereas this one expanded the world way beyond probably what the sets on stage uh allowed yeah it's probably easier with a musical because it is intentionally over the top and bombastic 
So you can have Joe, those big are you set telling me the real world has bigger stages than the stage? <laughs> well, stage. some movies will not let you believe that. If you watch Fences, it all takes place in the fucking backyard. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this this one uh, hmm. knew the 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 canvas it had to work with and used it all. Um, I thought the songs were all great. They're all stuck in my head. Um, and I too saw it in theater. I was moved by Kyle's uh, uh, passion passion for the theater. Movie. My so, refusal to watch it on HBO. <laughs> I also too went to see it the Sunday it came out. And I have to say, guys, I openly weeped in the theater. I really boohoo cried in the theater during the movie or during like just being the there? movie. During what the part? movie, uh, we could talk about it off air. No spoilers. Stomach girl. Um, okay. Oh, it, uh, the person. Uh, yes, it's what you think. It's what you think. Kyle. It's what okay. you think. Um, so yeah. Oh, yeah. They shoot the dog. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah. Manuel just fucking straight up shoots the dog. Takes out a twenty-two. Bang, 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 bang. Um, it was so I sad. am and John Wick. <laughs> Next thing you know, John Wick appeared. Uh, that was pretty great. <laughs> but I love yeah. that. Whoa, I thought the movie. Tie-in was fantastic so i really liked i wasn't as in love with it as joe like i really like the songs i really like the production like you said i thought the plot was a little lacking Mm. like the story didn't do it for me okay it was a little repetitive like everyone's just talking about getting out of the heights staying in the heights getting out of the heights staying in the heights i have a dream about the heights (laughs) am i in the heights am i out of the heights they were all all over the heights (laughs) <laughs> but no one no one wanted to be there they love the heights but everyone wanted to get the fuck out i mean it's a love hate so, relationship it's kind of like you be? in south jersey right you love it but you want well, to get out let's uh let's ignore that part um <laughs> so my smelling no, uh, uh who does a podcast think, season two uh it's possible it's it's on the table it's on the table it's always been on the table it's always been on the table well we want but yeah i got the soundtrack i i'm not as obsessed with the soundtrack yet as i was with hamilton's but uh that might take some time Okay, but yeah, I've definitely, I definitely downloaded it and have listened Is to a King few songs. <laughs> did they, did they use the word poppy uh, at all in this? Poppy, yes, big poppy was mentioned actually. Yes, that's the only mm. time I think it came up actually. Hmm. Um. But I love. There's a couple of Easter I've, eggs. I've seen it three times. I've seen it three times. Oh sweet! Oh, like geez. twice. Yeah, yeah watch the twice at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been meaning to watch it again. It's but, a good uh, like just liked, throw on type of movie. I liked the hold music. Mm, the I, best I knew song you were gonna like that. Was there. Kyle, Very that, happy about that's that. Not the truth. But that's been yes. confirmed. That's confirmed and official. Mm, mm. And uh, Chris Jackson has a cameo. Now the question is, Kyle, it. did you stick around to the after credit scene? So I left in the theaters and I watched it on HBO oh, Max because I felt weird because oh, I was like the only one still there and the dude was, like walked in uh, trying yeah, to clean I do dislike and he saw happens. me and I was like ah uh, <laughs> I do dislike it's like six minutes in, of like, fucking credits on. yeah yeah well, I, I knew there was gonna be something so I just went back home and watched oh you did the how did you know it. did you read about I just it heard somewhere? there was a post credits oh, yeah okay. I did it I just on a whim just it's funny because the post the credits start. I kind of collect myself because I was still emotional. <laughs> Dry your eyes. <laughs> and then I got up and I was just standing there just watching the credits. And then the, the scene guy. happened. And I was like, oh, shit. The, <laughs> guy with the broom yeah. walks in. He's like, uh, uh, oh, do you need a moment, sir? Sir? No. Uh, Thankfully, he didn't. But there sir, was a couple your eyes so red? the last time I went. I think when I saw Tenet and when I saw Judas and the Black Messiah, he came sir, in. And I was like, we're weed? not done yet. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Um, Very uh, enjoyable. Glad I saw it in theater for sure. 
Yes. Branching off in the heights real fast. I watched Luca. Uh, only thing I would say, I liked it a whole lot. Mm. Uh, hated English. Anderson's review on All uh, right. the film ball. Um, I thought he liked it, though. <laughs> kind of liked it didn't like it kind of liked it who knows uh one of those he kept talking himself in circles him and brian um that's true and then i know people are making this weird connection to like their sexuality i think the boys are just young boys and their friends i don't think there's really i mean there's obviously an undertone like a message there but i don't think the movie's meant to be like hey these boys are gay or anything are other people other than anderson yes. and brian saying yes that? there's okay. other people saying because i thought uh anderson and brian on the film vault were trying to make up for when they completely missed it in mitchell versus the machine <laughs> i did so think now they're looking for it i texted looking that, for I it in like, other dude, cartoons mitchell and the machine was so obvious i was like how did you it's miss it clear, yeah. i was like the whole time uh, she's obsessed did, with this they one ever had an, ori- an original thought no um, on the film book? yeah <laughs> well yes they usually hate a movie that everyone likes um yeah. super original the other so thing i will for, say uh, this movie probably does more for minorities and people of the lgbt community because it all kind of coincides being different in this world it does a lot to like there's a great message for that and i feel like that's the one thing i was shocked that they never touched on in their review um, mm. because there, I won't say it cause nobody saw it, but there's a line in the movie that's like, okay, that is what the entire movie is about. How can anybody watch this and not pick up on that? <laughs> <laughs> like it was so obvious. Like once they said, it, I was like, great film, great film. He's, he's clapping for those uh, listening. At home. I thought mermaids are taking our jobs. I wasn't sure. So yeah, somebody saw inside. Somebody see inside. You're muted. If it's Farzad, don't it. Speaking of <laughs> inside. Oh, guys, just lay out. Just lay out. <laughs> I just didn't want silence on that. I was inside a bar. He still doesn't know. What? Oh, I think he's, he's figuring it out. There it is. Now you're not muted. <laughs> I anymore. was inside a bar. Did somebody Sorry. walk inside? What were you saying? You were talking. I did. I said I watched inside and I, I killed this bit. No, I watched it and I really... <laughs> I. I hadn't watched many much Bo Burnham before uh and uh I enjoyed it uh white woman's Instagram is probably my favorite song on that whole special uh but it's yeah it's a it's an enjoyable watch it's a little stressful watching the maze of creativity go through and but go him going through the process and everything but uh yeah highly recommend it if you get a chance to get a, what an hour mm-hmm. and a half two hours I forget how long it is it's an hour and a half yeah it's a, it's a good I'll watch, watch the highlights again I mean, that's the soundtrack I've been listening to nonstop really? more than uh, in the heights. Yeah. Wow. Like, it's, it's really all songs. It's, it's basically all songs. Yeah. yeah. The, the Bezos the, oh my double God, the feature. Bezos one. Yeah, I was just about to say that. So it's yeah. fucking great. It's so good. It's so simple and stupid, and I love it. <laughs> cool. But yeah. I talked about it. Check it out. Bo Burnham. Sports. Yeah, I always forget we have a sports segment. No. Do we have it's a sports segment? part of the show. <laughs> Do we? I will keep always speaking of sports. On fourth and ten to the sideline. Why do you mention sports? Well, I got back with fourth and ten. It's it's five topics, ten seconds. They answer them. It's sports related. (laughs) Maybe some food. You know the deal. There's no new listeners. I love Scott's enthusiasm for this segment every week. (laughs) 
<laughs> Topics this week are Powerball, Cake Day, The Pat Down, Kira Knightley, and Dr. Drew. Uh, Greg won last week, I believe, so Greg gets to starter. I uh, love Kira Knightley, so even though this probably has nothing to do with her, I will go with that. You don't know me at all. <laughs> Speaking of nightly, the Golden Knights beat the Habs tonight in Game 6 to force a Game 7. Predictions for Game 7 and why it took the Knights seven games to beat the Habs. It should have been a sweep. Hmm. Greg, you have 10 seconds. Hmm. I honestly I don't understand where Montreal's getting this from. It's pretty impressive because I'm pretty sure Las Vegas is the best team in the league. Three, but two, you might be right. One. Game seven could be in the offing. The offing. Cow. Yep. I too am shocked by Montreal. I thought their division was shit, and then they would just get destroyed once they came to America. Three, but they are proving two, to be tough. Uh, I don't remember the question. Correct answer. That's Farzad. That's, that's the right answer. Uh, you know, it's been difficult for the Vegas Knights, but you know, because they're they les habitants, they uh, they're they're very tough. But uh, you know, Vegas will pull through, and Vegas will win the Stanley Cup. Voulez-vous coucher? Some shit like that. Joseph. <laughs> I think the Knights should really focus on winning game six before they start looking out to game seven. Um, but if they do force a game seven, I will be rooting for the Knights. Joe's post tomorrow, so they won. Greg wins that one because he had the correct answer. <laughs> Joe, they won. <laughs> Kyle, you weren't you weren't sure of your answer, so you I lost it. That was correct. <laughs> Gotta have more confidence next time. Kyle, pick the next topic: Powerball, Cake Day, the Pat Down, or Doctor Drew. Pat me down. I will pat you down. Checking a pitcher for sticky substances has become America's new pastime, with managers mm. calling for pitchers to be checked. Multiple times a day, Kershaw says that managers should be punished for requesting a check that fails to find anything. Do we need new protocols for a sticky gate? Thoughts on the whole situation? Ten seconds. This is obviously a brilliant move. This is going to be a ratings boost. There'll be multiple pitchers with all their clothes off multiple Three, times per game. Two, People are going to be tuning in one. for this. It's going to be great. That's the correct answer. Farzad. Well, we'll find out. When you're playing small market sticky substances, you, you, you got to be careful and you, you got to organize your sticky what? substances. You can't. <laughs> can't. You just can't. <laughs> Chelsea. Got to organize. Um, I just can't wait till a pitcher pisses on the mound. But this is all posturing for the next collective bargaining agreement. Um, but yes, Sergio Ramos is a legend in my eyes. Legend. Did you see him take off his belt? <laughs> Can you piss on your hands? Is that legal? Sure. Yeah. It's not for it's, it's encouraged. I am just vaguely aware of what's going on. Being out of touch. Uh, off the grid on Monday when all this started. Because of the blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I mean, I know it started That's before the correct then, answer, but... That, that was pretty close. Kyle takes hey. takes her down. I thought I could win with Greg was going to sweep it. He almost... Blah, blah, blah. I, I should have just had a win. We could have just ended the segment. <laughs> I'm going to do that because one day. Because of the, uh, you know... <laughs> I'm going to only think of two actual questions, and I'm just going to... Cross your fingers. Vague, vaguely titled them. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what you pick. Faza, do you have Powerball, Cake Day, or Dr. Drew? I'll take Dr. Drew, please. Yeah, you Where's will. Dr. Drew? Where's Dr. Drew? It's time for America's favorite segment, 10 Seconds of Therapy. You have 10 seconds mm-hmm. to vent about... The After Disaster Podcast, Farzad. Go. I feel like Andy needs to admit that he has baby brain, and he all the podcast lately is just a bunch of uh, high thoughts that they're having. They don't need a high show. Joe. Farzad secretly hates the After Disaster. Um, I'd like if they stop stealing our, stealing our bits. I would like oh. uh, proper promotion on that show because we are the lifeblood of that show. And um, yeah, <laughs> what a hot take, <laughs> Greg. Um, I'm uh, if I'd have known that going away from recording in the cars would mean they'd come out two days later every week, I probably would have say go back to the car. But I don't know. Cow. Uh, I think the show is perfect. Everything's great. I don't know if any of them listen. I doubt they do, but just in case, uh, keep it up, boys. It's Three, it's awesome. Two, I'm glad. I'll gladly give you my money. Stop stealing our bits. Oh, and now we have Tyler calling in. Tyler, thoughts <laughs> on those answers? That would have been a good bit if Tyler was here. That would have been a phenomenal. Come on in, Tyler. Yeah, I was very I was very happy. Uh, Joe wins that one because we created the after zest. We are the lifeblood. <laughs> lifeblood. We're the, the lifeblood. Life life Scott the show. is paying for like half Keep of the patrons over there. In business. Wasn't Farzad ship ship like twenty bucks a month? I'm ten. Brennan does Brennan? 20 Brennan's still, 20. I think. I think he's still Brad Bradley Brennan. is still... I think he still, still does 20. 20. Yeah, Brent does 20 without sponsoring. <laughs> it's just all him. Yeah, it's just his I time. don't know how to log on. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the post? Joe, you're up next. Powerball or Cake Day? Uh, I'm going to go with Powerball in honor of In Heights. Hmm. Does someone win the lottery in... Well. <laughs> That's when Joe cried. Is that when he cried? It was, enough, it was enough money for him to retire. It's ten thousand dollars. I wanted to make that joke so bad. As soon as I saw it, so for the, it's a ninety-six thousand dollar lotto win. Ooh. And uh, I mean, it's life-changing money for a lot of people, especially in certain areas. Like sure. Washington Heights. Does that make the cut for the new job? Ninety-six k. But all I could think, of, all I could no. Think was our convo from months ago about what it would take for you no. to quit your job. Also, no. I like this show. It was great. The NBA draft lottery results <laughs> are in with the Detroit Pistons taking the number one spot, followed by the Rockets, Cavaliers, Raptors, and the Magic. Thoughts on the results and what this means for these top teams. 
Oh, uh, you gotta be furious if you're the magic because you had two opportunities to get into the top three and you got neither of them to fall your way. Um, Detroit, I really like how they're gonna look moving forward. So interesting. Gregors. Yeah, man, this is cool. Good for those guys. I'm glad that um, they're gonna be on TV early on in the day and get picks. <laughs> Kyle. This is a clear franchise-changing moment for one of the teams, Scott said. Uh, they're going to get a great player at number one. Farzad. Uh, yeah, no, these are uh, amazing. Thanks. <laughs> I love what he does that. I was too busy laughing at my own joke while you were reading the question. <laughs> yeah, I know. Farzad. I the question midway through. Oh, wow. That's oh, a correct wow. answer. Whoa. I loved his answer. Farzad, very precise. Group. Really good answer. Okay, that means we have to go to the tiebreaker. Well. His answer of, uh, yeah. Tiebreaker of cake day. Pretend your birthday was yesterday. Describe <laughs> your <laughs> ultimate birthday cake we'll start with greg i'm happy with a basic uh, german chocolate cake with we'll put some candles in it for 30 candles because i'm only 30 years old and i will be forever Three, that's all that matters two, never get over one. older than 30 greg the towers were still up when you were 30 let's <laughs> go to joe you're up next describe your cake um Give me a nice, fluffy, gourmet New York style cheesecake. Not too dense. Not a nice little. It's a cake, Tom. <laughs> when I get into this, it's a cake. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> cake is uh, in the name. Farzad, tell us about your cake. Um, it's going to have to be a dual layer moist chocolate cake with a dark chocolate uh, frosting with some strawberries. Ooh, maybe the gold leaf. Fucking gold leaf. What? Oh, not a touch. <laughs> Kyle, tell us about your cake. I'm going to go back on what I made fun of Joe for because I am picking ice cream cake. If I'm forced to pick a cake, ice cream cake every time. It's the best. Chocolate or vanilla? Both. Mm. Vanilla ice cream, ah. but then you have a bunch of chocolate stuff in it. Yeah, do both. It's d- double layer with all the little bits in between. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Kyle! You take the cake this Woo! week. Oh, that's correct. And now it's time to get Birthday disappointed. Kyle, why don't you tell us about what you're disappointed in? I believe you moved or something. That is correct. So the real reason I was not here last week is because I had to continue packing and cleaning my old place because I finally moved apartments last weekend. And the disappointing part is the wake-up call of how horribly out of shape I am <laughs> of doing multiple days like in a row. I the physical, same wake-up call. Of physical activity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out good. physical activity is hard. Yeah, it turns out for a dude who's just sat in a chair for a year and a half, uh, suddenly moving around and lifting things, not great for, for them. Uh, but no, I mean, it's disappointing just how much fucking work it is. I hate it. And I hope to be in this place for a while. You don't know. 
You never know. You never know. Is it an yeah. upgrade? Uh, it sucks. It's an upgrade in a few ways, and perhaps we'll hear about that <laughs> in our next segment. Yeah, Scott, Ooh. you gotta look at the rundown. But yeah, disappointed in myself. Uh, let me see. Being a lazy piece of oh, shit. Oh, it says Taco Bell on this next tub. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In this building. In the building. I moved into a Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. My man. Live mass. Will not, will not help my physical condition. <laughs> I was tricking the audience. Hey, you take it, you take it, and you leave it. You know. Uh, yeah, Funny you say that, Scott. Scott, uh, Scott, this week. I could have got through it, guys. Scott, I could have walked right through. Not My disappointment this week is Trick Daddy saying things he probably shouldn't say out loud and around mixed company. Uh, for some reasons, unbeknownst to me, he said Beyonce can't sing. He says Jay-Z oh. is out of touch with New York. Those are two things that are absurdly wrong. Uh, Beyonce is a great singer. I've seen her live in person. She has pipes for days. And Jay-Z is still one of the top tier rappers uh, whenever he wants to rap. Now, whenever he's just called up. But is he by in Cali, touch with New York? Yes, he does a lot for New York. He's in the city. Because I don't know what that means. Listen, he hasn't I, been in touch with New means. York since the towers are still up. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Is that I the mean, code word that I, I mean, mean? The towers? No, no. Scott said it once. <laughs> just, just run it with uh, it. Welcome to the 9 11 episode, boys. <laughs> I know, oh, seriously. No. By the way, Porsche. Speaking of birthdays. Should have changed the name of their car, goddammit. All right. After that, Wait, what? Porsche should have changed the name of their car. Or people uh, got to yeah, that, that is Porsche interesting. Style. But no, hey, no, they're not American. They don't give a shit. It's just weird. The, the Porsche Jihad? I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, God. Scott. The Porsche Osama. Oh, you know, no. What is oh. happening? Uh, uh, Greg. <laughs> the Carrera. <laughs> yeah, well, I wish I'd have taken a Porsche to Texas last Thursday <laughs> because I was set to fly to Dallas. I was going to leave right after work at mm-hmm. noon and head to the airport. Well, not at noon, but soon after getting off work. But I decided to check my email one last time, and lo and behold, my flight had been canceled. And so they rescheduled me for a flight at 8.30 that night, arriving at my destination five hours after my intended destination time, which I chose to make it easier for the person that would have to pick me up at the airport. Jeez. So, okay, whatever. I'll just take this flight. I had somebody agree to come pick me up at 11.30 instead of 6.30. And uh, so I'm sitting there. Time to board. The plane has not arrived at the gate that I will be, you know, to even unload the passengers from the previous flight. So it's like, well, we're not even leaving on time with this flight. So 40 minutes later, we left. Get loaded. And we made it. Made it. It's easier said than done at the airports today, especially that time of night, because everything's closed. Mm. Then, uh, so we landed in Texas. Finally, I'm here. I'm good to go. I'm at Love Field Airport, the home of Southwest Airlines. And they're like, all right, folks, we're landed. We're just waiting for a gate to open up. Uh, All of them are occupied at the moment. It may be (laughs) 35 to 40 minutes. Jeez. So we're sitting on the runway for 40 minutes, waiting for the gates to open up. So we finally get to the gates about 12, 10, 12, 15. And all right, 
my sister's waiting for me. She's going to pick me up. She's in the cell phone lot. And I texted her, said, I'm here. She said, I'll meet you in the passenger pickup. I walk outside. The passenger pickup is five lanes with <laughs> people stopped about 20 yards from each other with their hazards on and traffic Hazard colors up for miles. People are stopped waiting what? to pick people up. <laughs> Social no distancing. Flowing. No cops there telling people to move along, which is what they do in every airport in this country after 9-11. You can't stop in front of a place. <laughs> You've got to keep it moving. Except at Love Field you mean in Texas at midnight since the, since the on hours. a Thursday. And so I started walking to where my ride is stopped, which is about three quarters of the way around, which, you know, it's a small airport, so... It's uh, about probably to Scott side a, a quarter of a mile. However, you know nothing's moving. It's like, well, what are you supposed to do? Right. So now you're sitting there. After so you I did notice that there was one lane kind of moving over to the left when people did finally get in these cars that have been parked for. Some of them were there for at least thirty minutes without moving. Uh, we finally moved over to the left and were able to get out. And I had to drive, you know, another fifty miles to rural. Jesus. Well. A rural suburb, 50 but miles. yeah, it was it was annoying. I'm okay with the pain. delayed flights because you know Southwest and a bunch of other people had uh, issues, technical issues, whatever it was last week, and uh, employment issues, worker issues. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, that was crazy. So my disappointments with Lovefield Airport and their passenger pickup area because I could deal with flight delays. I I understand it happens. But the uh, passenger pickup is ridiculous. I know at DIA, the cops are wandering up and down the passenger pickup. And if you stop for more than two seconds, they're like, hey, can't stay here. You got to go. And then you have to drive around. Yep. Blow that whistle. But that's why they have the cell phone lots. So you just come when your party is there. So mm-hmm. it was the mo- the biggest clusterfuck I've ever Sounds seen like a party. in an airport. <laughs> it made LAX look like a freaking, I don't know, day at the beach. Walk in the park. So fuck you. The LAX looked like Oh, green. and then uh, and the towers were still there. So I got a ride <laughs> to the airport yesterday, uh, and that flight was delayed as well. But they only told us like thirty minutes before we were supposed to board. But uh, I got out of my so my dad dropped me off. I'm in there going to get in line to check in. My phone has my uh, ticket on it. My boarding pass reached in my pocket. No phone. No. No. No way to call my dad and say I left my phone in your car. What? But I had the bright idea to get on my tablet and get on the Wi-Fi real quick and message my sister and ask my sister to call my dad and tell him to turn around and come back, which she did. What? Luckily, that was just a fifteen minutes of stress. But his what? It ended up not being. What do you mean, tablet? What am I on? Panic! The panic when I reached down and my phone. Tell him to call me. That is that is a bad feeling. I realize now that I I could have got a boarding pass without my phone because you know I'm in airport. Yeah, but then but, uh, you'd be flying yeah, away with your phone behind you. <laughs> yeah, well, my sister's fucking drove home today, so it would have been okay. Just sit there in silence? <laughs> so I was like, ugh. But I'm home, and I'm here. That's an ordeal, my friend. I know. Yeah, you had quite but the, the trip conundrum. itself, the trip between, you know, the airport things was great. <laughs> between airports, <laughs> great. Except for Scott? the kids, cheers. Scott? You've written Scott? Scott, what are you disappointed in? I just had uh, a flashback 
when Kyle mentioned his uh, out of shapeness, I tried to black <laughs> this out, but after our uh, Friday Zoom call, I believe it was not this week, maybe it was the week before. I had a dream. <laughs> oh, oh no. Uh, Kyle, like brace yourself for the drop. <laughs> oh, brace yourself, Kyle. I had a dream that we were in Vegas at the pool. Oh, boy. And then Kyle took his shirt off, and he was fucking oh, no. shredded. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, a dream, buddy. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> That's all I really remember of it. Was it supposed to go like this? I don't know if that's considered a gay dream. I think it's a, the straightest a dream you could dream. possibly have. Uh, I tried to black it out, but I just got reminded of it. That's amazing. That's funny. I had a dream about the show a couple weeks ago. Mine was more... Uh, I was running late for the pod, and I was getting anxiety. It was like uh, when you forget you have a test type of dream. Like oh, anxiety right. was just building. It was so odd. That's me every Wednesday. You're in your underwear with your name on it. As far as <laughs> and uh, Farzad was just being the most dickish of all. So <laughs> his nightmare was he took his underwear off and had Farzad's name on it. Oh God! Now I have everything. Speaking of that, low light. <laughs> low lights. Low lights. Brother, did you take your STD test before Vegas? I mean, oh, boy. I just want that cleared yeah, up. Yeah, we're going to need some papers. <laughs> That'll be clean. Uh, Jen Carey Jen- is disappointed in Florida. DTR is disappointed bad people. All right, let's go to the encouragement. the encouragement. All right, encouragement. Stories that make us feel happy. Florida, where buildings fall down for no fucking reason. Jesus Christ, right? I am encouraged that I bought my first concert ticket. Now that the plague is over, I got a ticket to go to a really intimate (laughs) venue called The Independent. They're reopening July 9th. Headlining is Con Brio. They're from Oakland. A amazing fun Sprinkle that on the taco. So good. It is. Oh, Oh, get some Con Brio on there. Did we get the steak Con Brio? Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, It is. I am super stoked, and it's going to be a great time, so I'm looking forward to that. Just bought my tickets. They're like 25 bucks. I'm ready to party. We're in a pandemic, and there's the Delta variant. Delta Airlines? Don't say Delta around Greg. It's going to get flashbacks. He wasn't on Delta. He was on Southwest. Southwest. You know what's funny is I've never had issues with Southwest. (laughs) It's the first time. Ultimately, ultimately it was the airport. But that's where Southwest is based. So I guess it's... Texas only allows American Airline. There's only American Airline lands in this state. So that's that's DFW. DFW. What was that? (laughs) I believe you were moving. Yes. So... Uh, an encouragement that I had this week is I moved into a new apartment above uh, a Taco Bell, and <laughs> it's bigger than the last one. I can get a yeah three cheesy rooms gordita crunch anytime I want. <laughs> what about no? A it's actually no. Nah, I don't. I don't fuck with it. It's actually a one bedroom, oh. but it's more square feet. Oh, so mm. I have storage problems, but I at least have more space to have put- storage problems. <laughs> Well, yeah, but <laughs> it's, my favorite. I, it's just a better layout. All those Warhammer figurines. It's, my favorite I, show I on A&E is 
<laughs> storage problems. <laughs> storage problems. It's a spinoff. But uh, my upstairs are much better. Uh, I hear them a lot less. There isn't a cat running around. Um, I have I have hot water, which is a plus. Uh, that's always nice to have when you're living somewhere. Uh, so yeah, a lot of a lot of up upside in this place. So I'm very happy. What's barking like with where I am now? A lot of spaces. Wow. Taco Bell walking distance. Mm, there's an Iron Hill in walking distance, which is my what favorite. Is an brewery. Iron Hill. Okay, I was like, what is an Iron Hill? It is a, a chain of brew pubs. Not brew, I guess the brew pubs yeah. uh, in the Pennsylvania area. So. Yeah, I apologize for the noise in my place. I don't know what's happening here. World famous for their brew pubs, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. It's a brewery. They got food. No, just beside they myself got beer. at this point. It's a brew pub. The logo is yeah, it's, it's, it's my favorite uh, chain of places. So Very happy to have one close by again. Mm. That's awesome, Kyle. Congratulations. Thanks, man. So sincere. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, so Yo, you're I, just encouraged by who's, Brent. Who's your buddy? Yeah, There's just no read end it from there. now on. Just read it. Spread. Um, Brent Bradley. Brent Chrysler. I, no. Brent uh, Michaels. Brett Kavanaugh, Supreme Court Justice. I'm so happy hmm. Scott failed to mention this in his... Uh, it's top five. What's that segment called again? Fourth and ten. Fourth and ten. <laughs> top five. Top five. You know, we the show for fifteen. <laughs> top ten seconds. It's five. five damn categories. All right, I get confused. Um, it's new it's also five late. Damn categories. I work now in the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> I work now. <laughs> in the morning. Oh, poor in boy. In the morning. Poor little boy. So look, long day for me right now. We got uh, two people man. yawning at the end of the episode. <laughs> Kavanaugh wrote, I'll just get to the part where I'm happiest. He says, nowhere else in America can businesses get away with agreeing not to pay their work workers a fair market rate on the theory that their product is defined by not paying their workers a fair market rate. And under ordinary principles of antitrust law, it is not evident why, co- why college sports should be any different. The NCAA is not above the law. I was saying we had a bit of an argument a couple weeks ago about athletes not getting paid, and the Supreme Court is finally getting all the appeals and whatnot up to their plate, saying that, yes, athletes should be paid because they are generating so much for these schools and this organization that is a nonprofit um, that, yes, they should be paid. So, yeah, happy to hear that. Plus, Kavanaugh's an asshole, so for him to agree is pretty cool. They'll find a way to work around it. Yeah, when you said Brett Kavanaugh, I was like, ooh, where's this yep. going? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it was a unanimous decision. But he's a bad guy. Ooh. It's even better. Well, bad guy's a little... He, he R's people. Or R'd people. Okay. Anyway. Wow. That's okay. worse than the towers. It's, it's a different the time. The phrasing, the phrasing was worse than the towers. What? It was a different time back then when the towers were still what? up. The phrasing. Three towers, you can do it all day long. <laughs> that was hard, people. So ah, so jarring. <laughs> it's like, ah. what is he a pirate? The towers, post towers, that felt a little softer than what actually happened. Oh, was it softer with those? <laughs> so, do we have any Lola pilots? <laughs> no. Well, do we? No, I don't think so. We got something. <laughs> Where are we going to read this? Oh, this yeah, voice today from uh, again, a very loyal, very loyal <laughs> nice. low light uh, from uh, Stop Less. 
Stap, stap, lils. We get messages uh, three times a day from these guys. Yeah. Uh, Big fans. uh, Apparently today is uh, National Work From Home Day. Um, And you get $20 off. $50. We're not doing an ad. We're not doing an ad for Staples. Oh, it's Staples. (laughs) (laughs) Staples. Not doing an ad for Staples. Remember when Creed got a new singer and they were stapless? <laughs> hey, yo. So what have we learned today, boys? Creed did. I haven't listened to Creed We've since We've learned that the After Disaster <laughs> loves stealing our bits. That is a big fact. We learned that life changed oh, after the disaster of 9-11. Yes. We learned that Supreme Court the passed a ruling that you could have two meetings a week for your once-a-week meetings. <laughs> God damn it, Greg. Um... <laughs> Uh, and we learned to uh, keep the cat I mean, inside weekly. its container on an airplane. Yes, that is true. And we also or learned to don't go to the Love Field Airport Chase and think you're getting picked up immediately. Very true. Very don't true. fly to Texas, is I think what we all learned. I mean, that's yeah, my, that's my general rule of thumb. <laughs> yep. There it is. Yep. <laughs> Never forget. Yep. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the thanks. show. So thanks for listening, everyone. Go to our website, anewlow.co. <laughs> Buy merch, shop at anewlow.co. I don't know. I don't have anything If else. you made it this far, there's going to be a, a promo at the end. You can listen to that. If you made, us, made it this far, tweet us, never forget, on Twitter. No, right. tweet us two towers or pre-towers. If you listen to this <laughs> anytime, <laughs> whether it be now or in the future, anytime, oh, just uh, let it, I mean, just, you know, let us, we need to communicate with our listener. <laughs> <laughs> One listener. listener. Yeah, we do. Uh, That's a great point. Uh, yeah. And he's uh, not in chat today. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. I wonder why. With an all new episode of A New Low. And just so you know, it's a red, red world. Thank you, Greg. This is the time to say goodbye to all our no-life friends. We tricked you into listening, but now it has to end. See ya. Fuck you, Kyle. Kyle was shredded. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Krevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank 
you for supporting the Anulo Network. And feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.